Attention listeners, chats from my utility room, episode 2 begins now. Episode 2 is titled, Going Off My Fucking Game. Hola, bonjour and konnichiwa to you one and all. Welcome to episode 2 of Chats from My Utility Room. Even though, spoiler alert, I'm not actually in my utility room. No, no, no. I have other rooms in my house and sometimes I use them. So I'm sitting on the bed at the moment. Um, so I've made a conscious decision to try and not curse during this episode because, um, do you know, like my mother didn't send me to a private school for ladies for me to be like disgracing her, cursing on podcasts and all that. Do you know what I mean? She, she wouldn't be having that now at all. She'd fucking flake the hole off me. So it's the 25th of March, 2020. I don't know why I feel the need to say the date in all these podcasts, but sure, do you know. I feel like a newsreader or something, right? So I'm just going to go with it. Um, so I put up on my Instagram stories there about a week ago after the first podcast. Um, things that, you know, you wanted me to talk about on podcast and all. And unfortunately, right, nearly every single thing I got was about the coronavirus, okay? Now, not so much serious questions. Like, I don't know why people don't think I can't take it seriously or could give sound, serious advice like. But for some reason, I got more questions like, how to deal with your hair going grey? How to not murder your husband during isolation? How did you meet your husband? How the fuck am I supposed to do online dating during the coronavirus, right? Never fear, lads. I'm here to answer all your questions. So obviously it's absolutely devastating what's going on, right? And with all the businesses closing and everything, it's it's heartbreaking, right? But the one that really got me was McDonald's. When I heard McDonald's was closing. And so that day I text my husband and I was like, Oh my God, McDonald's is closing at seven o'clock tonight. Will we go up and get one last burger, right? And he rings me and he's like, we can't get McDonald's. And I'm like, what do you mean we can't get McDonald's? He's like, you can't get fast food. You don't know where their homes have been. Now, can I just point out as well that my husband doesn't actually speak like this. It's just that when he's saying no to me, I just think he's awfully posh. And I'm like, come here to me. Who the fuck are you to be telling me I can't have a double quarter pounder? You arsehole. So that, that was McDonald's, right? Devastated. Then, pennies. Like, pennies broke my heart, you know what I mean? Like, and you're sitting here going, will this ever be over? Will I ever get to just wander through pennies again? Will I ever get to lie to my husband saying, I'm just going in there to get a packet of socks and there's five pack of knickers and come out with like a bag with 120 euros worth of shite inside in it? Are we ever going to get the chance to do that again? Yes, we are, right? But what I was so upset about was that Penny's announced say at like four o'clock in the day that they were closing all their shops at like 6pm that same day and my first thought was if I'm diagnosed with coronavirus I'm going to be absolutely mortified because I have a decent pyjamas to me name all the knickers I own are probably baby blue or grey from the washing machine and like I have to try and find some place let's start or five pack of knickers just in case Now, every woman in Ireland, don't get me wrong, we're all highly concerned with all this coronavirus thing, right? But I would say we're nearly more worried about the condition of our heads. The amount of people now that are so afraid of going grey, of people knowing their true hair colour, or like me, letting your roots grow down to your ears and trying to pass it off as balayage, right? But what I would recommend, right, and hairdressers, block your ears. Stock up on the box colours, right? Currently now, as we speak, right, I'm sitting on my bed and I have a blonde in a bottle stinging the head off me. And I don't know why it's stinging the head off me because I've been using box colours for years. 
And for some reason, when I put this one on today, it's it's actually tingling the head off me. But I'm like, what's more important? No, um, a scalded head or your roots. And I went with the scalded head, to be fair to me. Um, the amount of, yeah, just in case my alarm goes off during that, I'll have to go because I need to wash out the colour, right? Sorry, I really should edit this out. But no, lies, I'm not going to go back and edit it because I couldn't be arsed. Women as well, right? The amount of women who are freaking out because they can't get to their beauticians. They're like, oh my God, me eyebrows, me legs, me fucking fanny. What am I going to do? I'm like fucking Bigfoot. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? We're all in isolation, right? Now, now, hands up, right? Out of pure boredom, I shaved me legs pits and bits, right? No, that's not an invitation for himself to be making any advances because if if I feel a feckin' hand on my leg or my arse, right, and I just turn to him and I just go, coronavirus! And that's another thing that you need to be so careful of, right? Now, just because we're in isolation doesn't mean you have to be going around the place um, galloping, shall we say, right? Because if you go galloping, let's refer to it as horse riding, okay? If you decide you're going to go for a little trot, right, go for a little horse ride, say tonight, the 25th of December, then your due date will be the 16th of December. Now, take into account that you might go over your due date, right? You might go, say, nine days over your due date. That's Christmas Day. Right, you're absolutely going to ruin Christmas, right? Your fanny will be in bits going into the New Year. So that's the New Year celebrations out as well, right? And as well. You need to think of the feckin' heat inside in the maternity wards. Like, can you imagine already, like, like people, you know people have been horse riding, okay? I'm doing the air quotes there. So you know that the maternity wards are going to be jammers. So let me warn you, and you can thank me in January. Hold off another month or two, lads, until we get into the, the you know, the nice, cool springtime weather of January or February. Be a much better time to be delivering the babies. So one of the questions I get asked right is how I met my husband and is my husband as mad as me and does my husband think I'm an absolute lunatic and oh my god you must have great crack altogether right. Well yes he thinks I'm a lunatic but he's absolutely so used to me now that he doesn't even bat an eyelid anymore. Um, we're kind of like opposites like you could I swear to god you could stick a firecracker up his arse and he'd still be like ah shirt is grand like we'll just get through it like whereas I'd be hysterical. Um so how I met him, lads, oh, it was 1982. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, It was a long time ago, though. We we're together, I know, 16 years. And we're married 10 years this year. And actually, we got married in Spain. So our plan was to go back to Spain. <sighs> Thanks, coronavirus. That won't be fucking happening now. So I met him through my brother. OK, he was working with my brother. And it was a bit of kind of tit for tat with my brother, let's say, because... um. Obviously, way before he was married and all right, when he was still a bit of a jack to lead, my brother. I know of two of my friends that he traded on with, right? So I was like, up yours, bucko. Two can play that game. So we got on great, right? And we were friends for a while first, right? But will I tell you the moment when I looked at him and I went, you're the man for me. I'm going to marry you. This was the moment, right? So I was out living on my own and he called up to the house. We were still just friends at this stage, right? And he went up to use the bathroom. So that was grand. He came down the stairs, right? And I thought his willy was hanging out of his jeans. Out of his zipper, right? And that feckin' Egypt actually carried around a raw sausage. Like a real sausage. And for a joke, decided to stick the raw sausage in where his willy would be. So I thought it was his willy. 
he knew it was a real sausage. So I was all like, oh my God, oh, really? And then like, I don't know, that was just the funniest thing. And I was like, you get me. You're the ying to my flipping yang, boy. So that was it. We got engaged. We got married. Well, I'll tell you how we got married, right? Because now, each to their own, right? But I'm just not religious, okay? And I was adamant I did not want to get married in a church. Even more adamant, I did not want to do a pre-marriage course, right? Because I just think it is total hypocrisy of a priest telling you how you should be living your life. Or I think it's social workers do it now, but then it was priests. Um, asking you about your finances, asking you, do you argue, do you do this? It's like, sorry, no, bye. No, thanks. Get back up in your altar now and don't be preaching to me at all. So we decided we were going to get married abroad, right? And as well, you have to think of the cost of things. Like weddings here are bloody ridiculous. Like you could easily drop about 30, 40 grand on a wedding here. And you're asking all your long lost aunties, all your, your long lost cousins, your mam's feckin' hairdresser's brother's boyfriend and all this. Do you know what I mean? Then you have people here who will be like, oh, for God's sake, what's the dinner? Be for salmon? I fucking hate carrots. And, oh, Jesus. No, I couldn't be dealing with that, right? So we asked who we wanted to ask, right? And because our wedding was in Spain, we didn't think everyone would go, right? So we had a small wedding. There was only, I think, 66 people at our wedding and it was perfect. It was ideal, right? You're guaranteed the weather. We had a beautiful Irish wedding planner. Marcella was her name. Uh, if you look up your dream wedding in Spain.com, she organises weddings. I mean, we got married in September. We flew over to Spain in February and in one weekend, we got our cake picked out, our flowers picked out. We obviously went to the hotel. We had our menu tastings where you sit down and you just taste the whole wedding dinner, start our main course, dessert, whatever. Everything was done in one day. I'm not joking you. Like the people came to the hotel to meet us like with the cakes and all. They asked what kind do we want. We went out to the florist, picked out all our stuff. One day. And after that visit in February, I came home and I was kind of going, no, there's no way like you, that this wedding could be organised with us just going over there once. And I swear to God, we went over again on the 2nd of September and our wedding was on the 6th of September. We did not have to do a tap. So if you're looking to get married in Spain, look up Marcella. She's actually from Mayo and she's just, she's a doll. She's an absolute dream. So as I said, now we're married 10 years, together 16. I actually could have murdered two people and I'd probably be out and all in that time. Do you know what I mean? But we still haven't murdered each other yet. So that's probably a good thing. Are we still mad in love? Oh, absolutely, girl. Stop now. I'd be giving you the gawks if I told you how weak I am from. Um... But we are total opposites. Like I'd say I drive them demented sometimes. Like, do you know that? If any of you are on TikTok, do you know that stupid song? Do you know Somebody come get her. She dancing like a stripper. Like every day when I come home from work, I just hop on him. And I, I don't hop. Jesus, that sounds bad. I don't hop on him. Like, but I start like, you know, bumping up against him. You know, Somebody come get her. And he just stands there looking at me and he's like, there's something definitely wrong with you. Like, and I'm like, but think of the fun we'd have if you would just engage, sing back with me, tell me I'm dancing like a stripper. But he never does. I don't know why. So if I stop and think about this now, right, God forbid, right, if me and my husband separated or one of us, you know, toddled off to, you know, the clouds in the sky, right, I 
wouldn't be bothered my arse with fellas anymore, right? Nothing to do with fellas, right? But it's the whole dating game now. Like, I have friends and I'd be listening to them going on about the fellas that they're seeing, meeting, going out with, right? And I'm, I'm, my mind is boggled. Like, it was completely different when we were... I know I sound like an old granny here, right? But, like, if you're going out with someone, you're going out with someone. Like, I have people now and they're like, no, I'm not, I'm not, we're not efficient now. Like, I'm only meeting him. I'm only meeting him. I'm not meeting him. I'm, I'm only seeing him. Like, do you know, we're not exclusive or anything. Like, and then, you know, eight months later, they'll come back to you and they'll be like, oh my God, Lauren, I have something to tell you. He asked me. And, and I'm going, he asked you? Oh, Jesus Christ, he's after proposing to her. He asked me, would I be his girlfriend? And I'm like, what? Uh, you're with him seven months. Oh yeah, like, but we were only, we were only meeting. We were only seeing each other. Like, like we, we weren't boyfriend, girlfriend. So now, apparently, it's a big deal when you're officially asked to be someone's boyfriend or girlfriend. And lads, oh Christ, I couldn't be dealing with that at all now, like. And where do you meet someone now? Like, it's either Tinder or online or in the pubs. So if you don't drink, what you do, pubs are out. You could meet someone in work, but that's kind of dodge as well, like. And then... Like with Tinder and the internet and all this, like, you're just going to get fucking dick pics, aren't you? Ta-da! And just like that, lads, podcast magic has happened. It's actually tomorrow. It's the 26th of March now. And truth be told, Charlie woke up. I put him into my bed and Charlie conked out next to him on the bed, right? So do you know where I am now, right? I'm actually sitting outside a Woody's. Because, like, isolation is doing queer things to all of us, right? i got a mad notion to paint all my windowsills. And all I want is a small can of brilliant white weather shield. And there's actually, I'm not joking, there is a queue. A massive queue. Now, they're all doing social distancing, which is great. But, like, there's a queue, I would say, of at least 40 people. And I'm like, you know what now, girl? My windowsills can go and fuck themselves while this is going on. Okay, so a couple of hours has passed since I last posted there on this podcast. And can you hear that? I'm out of breath. Like, it's not a sign of coronavirus. It's just a sign of being fat because I've walked up um, all the stairs. I am feckin' mortified, right? So I ended up queuing to go into Woody's because I was like, sure, I have nothing else to do. So I joined the queue. I was 40 minutes in the queue. Got in. Got me to know weather, what's it, Weatherfield. That's in feckin' Carnation Street. Whatever it's called. Weather Shield. Posted on my Instagram stories, you know, got me, me kind of paint lovely jubbly. The amount of messages I'm after getting telling me that today was the whole day reserved for like elderly people going into Woody's. I am feckin' mortified. Also, I'm a little bit concerned, like, why did nobody stop me? And like, I know now I'm haggard looking with everything that's going on. But really, do I look over 65? Really? In my defence now, right, there were no signs up or anything and there was staff on the door and None of them told me or stopped me. And there was other people there like around my age and younger as well. But uh, lads, you live and learn. You live and learn. Another thing as well, right. Can we all just get a grip as well? Like while I was in the queue, this one came up to me and talking to me and the man behind me fuming. She was like, Jesus Christ, look at the fucking queue. How long are we going to be standing here? And I actually turned around to her and I felt like going, have you anywhere else you need to be, love? Because there's there's nothing else open. But like we just all need to have a little bit of um, cop on, basically. And there's no point getting testy. And there's no point giving out. And there's no point in being ratty with retail staff. Because, in fairness to them, they're all trying to do their best. All the shops are laid out 
brilliant. Like I was in super value there a while ago and oh it's like it's in one way it's very good because they have the barricades up and they're doing social distancing and there's hand sanitizer at the door. But in another way then it's actually let's we're all having our ups and downs during this, right? But it's a bit it's a bit scary as well, isn't it? Like when I see people with the masks on, my stomach just flips. It just it's absolutely surreal what's going on. And we all need to remember it, like everyone that we follow on Instagram, me included, right? I come on Instagram and you think, oh God, she's a whole, like she hasn't a care in the world. Instagram isn't a real place at all, lads. You have to be very, very aware of that, right? I mean, I've had days, like, was it last week there where Leo Varadkar came out with his speech there at nine o'clock at night and he was talking about um, cocooning and about how the, the older people will have to be like in their house for several weeks. And honest to God, that night and all the next day, I was in floods of tears. I was bawling because, you know, you can't help but think of your parents. Like I called to my parents' house every single day without fail, even just to call in for a cup of tea and a chat. These are things that we're all missing out on now. Like I call to my parents now, maybe once, twice a week, and I can't even go inside the door of the house. So I'm shouting at them from the driveway. It's, I don't know, I just think it's it's so bloody sad. And unfortunately, while most of us, the majority of us are doing what we're told, we're doing the social distancing, we're all, like, we're hurting, we're not able to see our parents. But then you'll get the little pocket of clones in society. Like, have you heard this thing now of the Corona challenge apparently going around on TikTok where little shits, is all you can call them, are going around coughing at people. Like, I'm sorry, no, right? And I know now they're saying the guards will have the power to arrest them and all. But I think normal people should have like a citizen's arrest ability. Like I know we can perform a citizen's arrest, but I don't want to perform a citizen's arrest. I think we should be allowed phantom so far up the hole that they'll never walk properly for at least a week or two. Like, I mean, I don't think that's um too much to ask, to be fair. And when you see all the crowds going around the place, people not adhering to the social distancing, it drives me absolutely crackers like honest god folks let's all work together and we'll be back to normal in no time otherwise this is going to go on and on and on and lads i i don't think we can stick now all being stuck in the house during summer so let's work together guys we're all in this together let's do the social distancing and let's kick coronavirus up the fanny So I'm going to wrap up the podcast now. Thank you so much if you've made it this far through because I know I've been rambling an awful lot. Lads, I know I'm talking through my arse but I've no structure. I need to plan these out properly and get a bit of structure. But sure, if I had structure in my life, my life would be in order. Like my life is all higgledy-piggledy, but sure, my harm. So I might make another podcast. I might not, right? Lads, I'm like a fart that blows in the wind. You don't know what direction I'm going to go, but we'll see. I hope it took your mind off things even for a few minutes. Um... Like Instagram is a great place as well for, you know, a bit of entertainment, right? There's so many people doing lives now every day and um, there's videos going up. Your man Joe Wicks, the body coach, is doing like free PE lessons in the mornings. Now, personally, I wouldn't be getting up off my arse for anyone in the morning, right? But I would mind now just watching him while eating a bag of crisps or something on the couch, watching him, you know. But there are ways to entertain yourself. But just remember that what you see on Instagram isn't always true like we can all come on and pretend like oh we're so positive we're so happy but we all have our bad days lads and you just need to realize that as well as that no one is perfect 
And don't be falling for the shite on Instagram as well. Do you know, you see all, all these ones like the dolly birds and they're getting up and they're doing their tan and they're doing their hair and all. At the end of the day, they're like the rest of us. They can't go anywhere. They're all sitting on their holes like watching telly as well. So we're all doing what we can do. That's all we can do. And on that note, I'm going to bid you adieu. So thank you for listening to Chats from My Utility Room, episode three. No, fuck, episode two, sorry. And once again, for the next one, I promise I will try and stop cursing. Take care. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Somebody come get her. She dancing like a stripper.